You're listening to Trip 360 on Mousecapades Radio, sharing your magical moments and spreading pixie dust around the world. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts... And I'm here with Kaylee and Angela. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 891, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. If you're looking to book a trip, just a reminder that mom is a travel agent. She would love to help. You can text her at 636-373-4497, and she'll be happy to get with you and design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact us now. Well, I just want to welcome Kaylee and Angela to the show. Obviously, they've both been on here before. Kaylee helps me host sometimes, and Angela's been on for other trip reports. But we are going to talk about our most recent trip to Disney World. So welcome, you guys. Thanks. So Jollywood Nights was announced this year. For everybody who knows, it was announced in the rumors and news a way while back. And it was going to be a separate party, specifically at Hollywood Studios. So mom and I talked about how this would be perfect for us to put our annual passes into use. Like we could just go for a long weekend. It would be so cool. We could see the new party the year it debuted. We even talked about going to the very first one. Um, And this seemed like a great, fantastical idea, but it wasn't so practical. So we just kind of were like, we talked about it. We were really excited. And then we were like, well, probably not, whatever. And then I guess that's where I came in. It was like nudging you along a little bit. I heard the, um, I heard about the Jollywood Nights on your podcast. And then I texted and I was like, hey, do you guys be interested? We're going to do a girl's trip. Obviously, the two of you, me and my daughter, Jamie. And, you know, it wasn't that hard to twist your arm. I got to say. No, it wasn't. We just needed somebody to push us along. We were actually very excited about it. It was nice because it was going to give us, you know, a chance to see Disney at Christmas, which we love. You know that because we went there for so many years. And so that's what we decided. So we left on a Friday night prior to Jollywood Nights happening. And we had planned to stay till that Monday. We didn't plan a park for Saturday. And we'll talk more about that as we go along. That was on purpose so that we could sleep in a little bit and then prep for um, this late night party that wasn't supposed to end until 1230. And then we decided that Epcot would be the one park that we would visit on Sunday. So I'm going to let you guys start talking about the trip because I've been doing a lot of talking. All right. So on Friday, we flew in late. We kind of, I think everybody did a day of work and then we flew in late, got our rental car, drove to like Target or something, picked up some snacks, water bottles, all that kind of stuff, which I highly recommend if you're, if you can, if you have the opportunity, do it. It's cheaper. And the rental car was nice because... It was through your company that we like got it. So that was way nicer. Yes, that is definitely one of the perks of, uh, I guess, corporate America. (laughs) So we just like got to go to the row and pick it. I've never done a rental car like that. I always just dread rental cars because I just think of like the people standing at those desks and like waiting hours. That's what I always attach to rental cars in my brain. 
Yes. Before I had this little perk, I've done that. And I was just like, this is the worst thing ever. And now it's just so fantastic. And we and I, my company, and I always use Hertz now. And so if anybody's out there, I think Hertz is great. Like I think it's very fast, easy. Um, I'm gold. I don't really know what you have to do to be gold, to be perfectly honest. I don't think it's anything special. And you just go to the gold aisle and you pick whatever car you want, whatever suits your fancy for the day and just take it. It's awesome. It was pretty cool. I got to say pretty painless. We headed to our room in the 50s. Actually, it was really weird because typically we get at four o'clock, we automatically get the little ding from Disney telling us that our room is ready. Now we stayed at Pop Century. We did not say that. We stayed in the 50s section at Pop Century. And so when we arrived, then it wasn't really late. It was like 7-ish, 7.30 or something. And it didn't tell us that our room was ready. And I thought that was really bizarre. But it was almost like, well, I guess it does know. When we got to Target, when we came out of Target, it said our room was ready. So the only reason I think that's really weird is because they used to ask you about what time you thought your flight was going to come in. But they don't. All they ask now is before 3 or after 10. Or like before three, right at four o'clock or after 10 o'clock. So I guess they registered that we were there. After we got to the room, we pretty much just like we were winding down for the night and we went to bed because we were all pretty tired. And we wanted to make sure we were getting rest like for our long day the next day because we were going to stay up well into the late hours past my bedtime. I think it was past all of you guys' bedtime. Yeah. So we we went to sleep like pretty fast. Like we we took the time to settle in, but we like didn't really stay up and talk like sometimes that happens on a girl's trip we were like okay good night bye so yep but Saturday we got up and it was very rainy they were calling for rain and we were really hoping that it would like change but I do not remember a day in Disney that we've experienced where the entire day was raining like at least unless it happened like a long time ago when I was on one of our first trips but this day was rainy. And so we were already like getting worried for the party that night. We're like, man, we're just going to have to poncho up and buck- like we're going to buck up and do this. So we did. We got ready and then we drove to the Polynesian for our reservation at Ohana. I believe we Ubered or no, we did drive. We drove and we parked. Angela Ubered. It was lovely. We got to the Polynesian, took some pictures, checked in for Ohana. And then we... We're just waiting for our table, you know, anxiously awaiting a lovely meal. And then we all start getting messages on our phone that Jollywood Nights was canceled. Uh, It was so sad. I think we all just looked at each other like. That's really happening because, you know, we all know that Disney just doesn't really cancel stuff. It just rains and you just. Suck it up, buttercup. (laughs) Exactly. But they canceled it. Um, I do think that this particular event, there was a lot of bands outside. There was a lot of food stations outside. And maybe they just didn't have an option. Well, and after that first experience, I know they added all those character meet and greets, but they were all outside as well. To like fight the lines, they had several, like, I think it was six or eight characters that you don't normally see, like Jiminy Cricket and um, Snow White, just different ones, Alice in Wonderland. And that gave you a chance to meet with different characters and it kind of cut down the lines on other things. And so that definitely wouldn't have been able to happen. It also made me wonder, like, because of all, because of the whole, the horrible reviews, the first 
party from Jollywood Night, Scott. Like they were already on thin ice kind of from the start because it's a new party. Like they were working out kinks and figuring out like, okay, what's not working? What do we need to like add? What do we need to take away? I think they just realized like we are going to be like in over our heads with people wanting refunds. We this will not be good. Like I think they just realized the experience was not going to work in their favor. And honestly, like after experiencing that night, like it was a tropical storm. It was pouring like the entire day. It would have been miserable to try and like fight through that just because we were like, well, we paid for it. So we're doing it kind of thing. As sad as I was, I'm glad that they decided for us because I know we would have pushed through and probably been miserable and sorry that we did it. And this way we had a good night. It was an expensive night, but we had a good night anyway, which you can talk about in a second. But so we did go in our reservation after that and had breakfast at Ohana. And I feel like it never disappoints. Angela, I don't, I wanted to hear your opinion. I know you guys had said that you thought the food had changed a little bit at Disney. And although then ham is delicious. The ham is amazing. I thought it was maybe not as good as the first time I was there. Maybe it was just me that day. Maybe it was just their food that day. You know, I don't know. I I just felt like maybe just not quite as good. Like the waffles, like a little extra crunchy, you know, that kind of thing, maybe. But all in all, it is really good. And it's a really fun meal just because you get to see the characters. We were disappointed because I thought that the parade had come back and they don't invite people to do the parade. That, like they used to have the kids join Mickey, Minnie, I mean, excuse me, Mickey, Pluto, Lilo and Stitch. And they did the parade by themselves, which I kind of felt was weird. But I could see for little kids would be so much more fun to do it the other way. And then I pulled a Kathy. That's my mom, if you guys don't know. And told the little girl that was there for the first time sitting next to us that she was going to get to be in this parade. And then they didn't invite the kids. And I was like devastated for her because I was like, I'm so sorry. But her luckily, the lady that was with her has been there several times. And she said, yeah, I don't know what's going on. They used to let the kids be in the parade. So I wasn't the only one steering her in the wrong direction. I will add one thing about Ohana. Like, I think the food is amazing at breakfast. Very yummy. If you have kids, I think it's super, it's a super option for breakfast because, you know, they get to see the characters, you get to get great pictures. However, it just doesn't compete to the dinner. Oh, no. And there's no characters at dinner either. Exactly. Exactly. So you kind of, there's good and bad to both. I think the dinner is more suited for like if you have older children, like middle school and up, because I think if you have young children, I mean, if your young children have a hearty appetite, I think it could be worth it. But I think if you have like older children, that's a good option because the food is really good. It is more about the food at dinner and there's no characters, but the food is insane. Agreed. We did that for our double date night when Angie Mike met us there in June. And I think it's really good. I'm not saying don't bring your kids, but I definitely think it was a good choice for adults to go because it was a nice experience. And you and Mike had never been there at that point, right? Correct. That was our first. That was the only time we've ever been there for dinner. And I cannot wait to go back. Honestly, so good. Well, I know. And I thought that was so funny because my client, I recommended it to him because he wanted a good place to get steak for his grandson. But his grandson ended up loving. um, He loved the steak, but he said that he loved the shrimp. And the wings, the best. And he couldn't go wait, wait to go back. And so he can have more shrimp and wings. And I was like, I love the wings. So anyway, we digress. So after we had breakfast, I think we mentioned that we had bought clothes. Because if you saw any of the Jollywood Night videos or you heard us talking, the people really like decked out for it, which was 
kind of a cool experience. And so at first, Angela's like Jamie and Kaylee, they designed these outfits or whatever. And then at the last minute, probably a couple of weeks out, we decided to go ahead and dress up too. So the girls had like fringe skirts and sweaters and we had sequined shirts and then black bottoms. So fairly dressy. <laughs> and so we were like, we still want to wear our clothes that we bought for this. And so I went on the app and we found out that there was a California grill reservation available. It was at 950. But I mean, we were supposed to stay up till 1230 for this party. So we opted to go ahead and do that. So we went ahead and made that reservation. But we had several hours in between the time that we finished eating until it was time for that reservation. So we kind of just like jumped around to different resorts, which kind of stunk because like it was rainy this day. So we got wet doing that, but it was just crazy. I don't think, I mean, I know it was like the holiday season, but I have never, ever seen the Grand Floridian this busy, like ever. It, it looked like a park in there. And if you have been to the Grand Floridian, like that is the, that's the bougie one. And I mean, Polly is also bougie, but it's in a different way. It's very welcoming and inviting inside, but the Grand Floridian, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble if I talk too loud, like when you walk in, but that's the vibe. That's just what it is. But I mean, we walked in there and I'm like, it feels like we're in a park. It's, it was so crowded. The monorail line was wrapped around half of the second floor. And I think it was all just because it was so rainy in the parks. People were like, oh, well, we'll just go to the resorts. Like it was crazy, but we ended up doing the Grand Floridian. We took a boat over to Magic Kingdom and then over to Wilderness. And then we ended up taking an Uber from Wilderness back over to Polly to get our car. Cause we were like, it's going to take an hour to do boat transportation from Wilderness back over to the Polynesian. And it's very wet. Yeah. And at that point we would have been soggy messes. So yeah, we were just looking at all the decorations and things. Yeah, you mentioned the or the Grand Floridian being busy. I actually left there thinking, I don't know that I would want to stay there at Christmas time now. And I've always thought it was the most beautiful thing. But normally you walk into that resort and it's got this like comfortable, quiet vibe. Kind of like a library with music. Yes, it's just this like just so soothing kind of thing. And it was not. It was crazy busy. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, I think I might be a little disappointed if I was staying here, expecting that away from the crowds kind of thing, and then didn't get it. Yeah, especially for the money that I know they're paying for as much money I was about to say for as much money as you're paying to stay there. Not to mention that there were obviously at least two weddings going on, if not more that they were trying to take pictures for. Remember, I mean, they had the one couple upstairs, and then they had this other girl and her bridal party come in. And I'm like, how many weddings do they have going on? Yeah, but I just don't think it helps because it was pouring outside. And so Florida does not typically get rain like that unless it is a tropical storm. Like typically the rain is like 10 minutes and it's done. Or like you get 10 minutes and then at least you get a couple hours in between. But I think it was just due to the massive amount of rain they were getting. Like nobody had anywhere to go. (laughs) So everybody was just inside. It was a mess. But we made it back to the room. We went back to the room for a bit and then... We made the trek to get cookies. Angela was a trooper because Kaylee and I were the worst accompaniment to that because we both passed out in the car and she was driving in the torrential 50 mile per hour winds that the tropical storm brought. All to get cookies. Yep. We went to Gideon's, but we went to the Gideon's that you guys discovered on your trip, I think. Wasn't it the trip that you guys took together? You discovered that? Well, we didn't discover it. It's just that I didn't realize how far out it was, but we knew that there would be a better chance because there's always that stupid queue line that you have to do. 
in Disney Springs. Yeah. And it's not near a parking garage either. It's clear across the other side of Disney Springs. And so if you have to wait four hours, so we just opted for that. I was just going to say, we made it. We got our cookies. We bought six, which we didn't need, but we did. And they were all delicious. We got the Christmas ones that they had. And then I think Angela got a couple as well. So we were, we brought ours home. Angela, did yours make it home? I still, I still have one in the freezer. Oh my gosh. Ours are gone. They're long gone. We, we had help though. We did, but I, I was a lot of the help. Um, but after that, once we got back from doing the cookies, we got ready and then headed to the contemporary to take pictures. Cause like mom said earlier, we had our outfits and you can dress nicer at the contemporary, especially California grill. Like they kind of have a, they did, they did. They used to have like a dress it's code. still online. I feel like everybody now is too scared to like enforce anything. So you'll see people in anything there, but typically I guess, technically speaking, they have a dress code. So you're supposed to dress nice. So we were like, well, that fits the that fits what we're wearing. I mean, we looked exceptionally nice. I'm sure that's what they wanted eventually when or originally when they opened that resort or that restaurant, I should say. But what they said is they want typically no shorts, which I did see people with shorts, especially cutoffs. Women can are no bathing suits, no flip flops um, and like a collared shirt, which could just be a polo or one of those like Hawaiian shirts that men all wear. And they kind of looked at that when we first went there the very first Christmas. But Mm -hmm. I feel like now I saw people getting off the elevator that came down from there. And I was like, hmm. So I I think that since the pandemic, they've been a little lax on what you look like because they all complimented on us. They are commented on us. They were like, wow, you guys look really nice. We're like, oh, we're supposed to go to Jollywood Nights. It could have been something to do with us also matching. True. (laughs) Which would have been really cute for Jollywood Nights, but I feel like people were probably just like, what the heck are these people doing? It wasn't that matchy-matchy, though. Not really. I mean, our colors matched and stuff. We coordinated, but I mean, we didn't have the exact... That would have been really bad if we all had the exact same outfit on. No, we coordinated perfectly. I'll say that. (laughs) Yes. It was nice, though, because our reservation... Wasn't our reservation like 9.50 p.m. or something? Mm -hmm. It was really late because, I mean, we took it. It was the day of. But we checked in, I think, at like 9.15. And at like 9.20, they took us. It was early. Like, I mean, that's not early for dinner, but much earlier than 9.50. So we were like, nice. I was actually surprised you were able to get a reservation the same day. That is the one thing that we've noticed since they made that two-hour policy, which... I know we've told the listeners, but in case you're listening for the first time, it used to be 24 hours in advance that you had to change your reservations, but they changed it, I don't even know, four or five months ago to two hours. No, you know what? It had to be before we went in June, Ange, because I had a reservation for us at Steakhouse 71, but we had eaten there and someone canceled a Snow White Artist Point and I snapped it up. So I really think that whole thing has made that better for people to do last minute because at the... In the past, you couldn't do that. Just like when you guys went back to the room, which I'm jumping ahead a little bit, we were able to get a reservation, which we'll talk about more in a second. But I wanted you to talk about the food because Kaylee and I had been there before, not as a, this was a prefix meal to some extent, but you still picked things. Right. So this was the first time I'd ever been there for dinner. I've been to the California Grill to the bar, um, which I highly recommend. Go in, get a drink, see the view. This was the first time I'd been there for dinner and it was good. But to be honest, I don't think I'll ever go back. Like, I don't think it was that good for what it cost and everything. It was very pricey. Maybe it was just extra fancy and that's just not my taste in food. 
but it was good. And the restaurant's beautiful and the service is great. And the company was wonderful. <laughs> They're like totally worth it. And I'm glad I got to go at least once. But to be honest, I'm not 100% sure I would ever go back other than just maybe to the bar, have a drink. You're paying for the presentation. And you even said that when you went to the bar, though, you can order food there, right? They did tell us that. Yes. So for me, and I know this is not as much your thing as it is ours, is the sushi is just so fresh. I would be good with going there to get a drink and have sushi at the bar. That would be worth it to me. Because honestly, sushi is a, it's a little bit higher, but it's so fresh because they're making it right there. And that's not always the case everywhere you go for sushi. So, but I totally understood what you were saying. And it is all about the presentation. I mean, the chefs that work there, I think, had to have been on some kind of cooking show, like one of the ones that we see, because it's all about how they played it and everything where the restaurants we typically go to, let's face it, they put it on the plate. It can look nice and it can be colorful, but it doesn't look like a piece of art. Yeah, I would definitely say that like definitely ruled it out for going on a friend's trip because that was in the ruling for a while because I was like, well, maybe we could go there like it would just we were only going to do one sit down. And I'm like, well, maybe my friends and I could go. But then when I saw how much the bill was for our whole table, I was like, um, no, that's not worth that to me. And my friends, even we like the like I have friends that really like the bougie kind of like fancy vibe. I'm like, not for this. Like, nope, nope, we're not doing that. That's too expensive. Not for a month's rent. I was gonna say it was pricey. I will say um, it kind of made me feel a little better about the price of Jollywood Nights because like the Jollywood Night, we had got refunded. Um, but then we spent a big chunk of that money that we got refunded at that one dinner. So I was like, okay, maybe the price of that party wasn't so bad. Mm-hmm. Right. It was $89 a person without tax or a drink. And I mean, a regular beverage, like even tea, soda. You got to pick an appetizer, an entree and a dessert. And honestly, I wish you could opt out of the dessert and take some money off your bill because we were all so full during our entrees. We're like, how are we going to do this? And as it is, I think, would you eat like two bites of yours, Angela? Jamie might have eaten one bite of hers. Something like that. I was going to say it's so much food. I had steak, which was delicious, but didn't eat all my steak. Two bites of my dessert, maybe. Um, actually, I had two desserts because we they did bring me a birthday cake. Oh, that's right. And actually, I thought my birthday cake was better than the chocolate tort that I actually ordered. The birthday cake was just a white cake, white icing, sprinkles. It was delicious. Sometimes simple is better. That's right. So if you go to California Grill, it is a really cool experience. But Ange, since she found out you could go to just the bar and have the same view, if you don't think you have that kind of price point, which most people don't, I would go to have a drink there and then go to Steakhouse 71, which is what I think Angela did with Mike anyway when she went there. Yes, we did go to Cast 71, which is very good. Right downstairs and a much better price point. So after that, we just headed back to the resort because we were going to go to Epcot the next day. And we pretty much were asleep quickly because the day had been exhausting, even though we didn't do tons of things. We did go lots of places and have to not really fight crowds, but we were in crowds trying to get from place to place. That was kind of different. Anytime you have to wait for the security at... Polynesian or Grand Floridian to get on the monorail is weird to me. And we've been there at Christmas for many years. So it was weird. Yeah. So going into the next day, I got up, I was right on there to get our boarding group for like Guardians of uh, Cosmic Rewind, like for Epcot. And I mean, like that system that we use is almost always like fail proof. 
seriously, like in two seconds, they were all taken. Like all the boarding groups were full for the morning. So I was very scared about the crowds at Epcot for the day. Cause I was like, it's a Sunday it's at the holidays. Like who knows what it's going to look like. The boarding groups filled up in two seconds. And so we ended up paying to do the individual lightning lane for cosmic rewind, just to make sure we could get one. And we ended up getting to ride that later in the day, but that was just crazy to me how fast it sold out. But throughout the day, I don't feel like Epcot was that crowded. Like it didn't feel like the Magic Kingdom can feel when it gets crowded where you can't move. And that like we've been in that before and that's annoying. Um, but we got up, we went to the Skyliner, which the line was long, but I don't think we waited any longer than 15 minutes. And I was just thinking how that was a huge improvement from the last time we took a girl's trip, the four of us. Because that was when the Skyliner was brand new. And I think we waited like an hour and we bailed and even took a bus. No, we took an Uber. Oh, we took an Uber. I remember that. That was crazy. So we got on and then we got to the Caribbean Beach hub. And then we we jumped right on the Epcot one because unfortunately the Hollywood Studios line was down. And so there was a huge line for that, like accruing very quickly. But the Epcot one was just short super short we hopped out and we were almost on in like a minute after getting off the one from our resort so i felt bad for the hollywood studios people but it was good for us so we got there and we pretty much went right to remy's because we went during the morning hours like the early hours for resort guests and so we wanted to make sure we could ride that jamie had never ridden that and so we wanted to make sure she got on it and we didn't wait too long i think the line said like 30 minutes or something? No, I thought I said 45, but I think we only waited 30, you said, something like that. Yeah, so we waited less than it said, which is almost always how Disney rolls the dice, but and it's how it should be. But we didn't wait more than like 30 minutes for the ride or something. It was way better than two hours or I don't know what, four hours that it's been this week or whatever when you check. It's definitely how it should be. If they tell you it's going to be 40 minutes and it's only 30, nobody's going to complain. But if it's if they tell you it's free and it's 50, people are going to complain. Mm-hmm. But that was definitely Jamie's one. She was like, I've never been on Remy's. And that was her for the thing she wanted to ride the most. And I'm like, even over Cosmic Rewind, because she'd never been on that one either. But we luckily got to do both. So that was the two new rides for her this time. And maybe only the second time I'd ever been on Cosmic Rewind, maybe second or third. We we rode it twice before the hurricane. The hur- Okay, so maybe, yes, one of the best rides. If you're sensing um, a pattern, Angela and I are starting to wonder that maybe we are a little bit of a jinx because we were there for the hurricane and got stuck there. Then our party got canceled because of a a tropical storm. Well, after we rode Remy's, we like needed we didn't really eat breakfast. Like I had coffee in the room. Maybe mom had a tea or something. But mom like needed some food because I don't know, I get this way sometimes, but I wasn't feeling that way. Luckily, where like your stomach is just burning, like you need something or you're going to like feel sick because you just need food. But we had a breakfast reservation. And so we didn't want to get her too much. But there wasn't a lot open yet because the World Showcase doesn't really become lively until like 11 a.m. So and keep in mind, we're there during the early hours. So we were just trying to find a shop. I think you ended up finding one in Morocco and you got like a little uh, pastry. Yeah, I was trying to get like a savory thing because savory or protein is better. But 
looking through the glass, that one looked like the most savory and then it ended up having honey dripped on it, which it was very good. And I'm sorry to tell you, I do not know the name of it, but it was a very good little pastry. Um, it was just enough. I needed to get something in my stomach because if you take any amount of vitamins at all or medications in the morning, sometimes your stomach doesn't like that when it's empty. Mm -hmm. So then we just walked around until we got to our way. Oh, we almost forgot something because like going through my brain here, we wanted to check in for our breakfast reservation at Akershus, but they told us we were a little too early. They seat in waves at Akershus, which we did not realize. And we were trying to figure out like, I don't know, Angela, you had like, you were the one who said it. You're like, did they just make an announcement? And they're like, get out. <laughs> like your time's up. I know. I don't understand how it works. I would love to see. We didn't stay long enough for them to like push us out, but. It would have been kind of interesting to try that. Because the lady said she was like, well, our next seating is at this. And we were like, OK, so do you just like kick a round of people out? <laughs> like, is that how it works? So we don't know. If you know, please tell us. That would be great. Yeah, we couldn't check in yet. So we went to Mexico because it's right next to Norway. And we rode the three caballeros because we're like, well, that ride almost never has a line, which it didn't. We walked right on. And so we rode that. And then by the time we got back to Norway, it was pretty much time to check in. We just waited like 10 more minutes to get into the restaurant. And I can talk about that restaurant. I thought it was really, I thought it was good. I thought the breakfast was really good. I liked the princesses. Like that was a really fun, because I think the only other option for princesses is at the castle. And then that is quite pricey. Yes. But this one wasn't pricey. However, this one had a nice perk and that was the candlelight processional ticket. So, you know, it's kind of worth paying a little bit more, but I thought it was really good. Um, I liked that they had waffles, but they were kind of different waffles. To me, they were almost, I don't know that this is a really a thing, but European waffles, you know, they weren't, they weren't just those like Mickey waffles, which are delicious, but yet they're everywhere. So this was kind of different. I felt like it was very unique to that restaurant. Yeah. I don't know if those are Norwegian specific, but I do know that they sell cookies with that same design. They had a different imprint on them. And I know at Christmas time that you can find even at Aldi, like a can of cookies that have that imprint. So it made me think it's from somewhere. I should probably look that up. I was thinking the same thing. I think it's somewhat European. I don't know what. <laughs> the cool thing that we really liked about that breakfast that was different from others besides the waffles was it had a charcuterie kind of board and it had some, what do you call those? It had like meats and cheeses and it had some crackers and stuff. The only, my only complaint about it was they did not give you enough, like that. They did not give you enough vessels for like the dipping things that they had. They gave you like a cup, like there seriously were maybe like three large crackers on the plate, but they had tons of meats and they even had like jams to dip in. But I'm like, you gave me three crackers. <laughs> like I need more if you're going to give me this much stuff, which I wanted to eat more of it. But I was like, I don't have enough things. And that probably was a good thing because I was full out of after this one, too. Like I was every meal. But I think that was my only thing as I wish we had more because I wanted to enjoy that plate more because it was unique. And was this breakfast? Do I remember? right? Was this breakfast also like all you can eat? Yes. OK. I don't know that they brought us more. Maybe they did. We asked for more waffles and more uh, bacon is all because there was so much of the other stuff. Honestly, we probably could have lived off of just the first round. But I mean, we like we picked the things that we liked and asked her for more of it. That's right. So that's also a good thing for, a you know, for a family or just to know is that that's a big meal or it can be a very big meal. Right. Yeah. If you have kids who really love princesses, too, we saw the princesses. Now, these aren't the four guaranteed because 
we looked up a list because I wanted to know who we were going to see. We saw Belle, Aurora, Snow White, and Tiana. Those were the four we saw. So it's interesting. But I think they said there's like a couple others that could be interchanged in there. So I don't know if it's based on like the time of year or it's just random. I, I don't know. And so we left the showcase after that and headed to the connection store. And was there something specific we were looking for there? I was looking for a specific present for somebody. Oh, that's right. For somebody else. But then we didn't end up finding it. You and I, though, we ended up getting like a pass holder, like poster of Wish that they were giving out because I only thought they were giving out magnets and we already had those. But then we saw people walking away with posters from the pass holder area and we were like, oh, so we went and got those. We ended up buying a couple like shirt things, I think. I would say that definitely... When you're in the connection store, it won't hurt for you to check. When you first come in the store, when you're coming now, it's Dreamers Point. When you're coming from Dreamers Point to the left is where they do like the magnet pickup. And that's where they had the wish picture pickup. If you see a line or some people scanning, I would check into it because I had heard nothing about that wish picture. And we just happened to notice that they were doing that again. And Kaylee was like, is this for a magnet? And I was like, I don't know. So we got in the line and then it was for a print. So make it worth your wild for your annual pass. But after we were at the store, Ange was going to go to Mission Space with Jamie and you got over there. And what what was the weird thing that went on? Because I wasn't there. Me and Jamie both like Mission Space and we like orange. So we like the wilder ride, which is not what most people like. So normally you can get on orange pretty quickly where green is usually a longer line. But in this case, orange was a like 45 minute wait where green was like 15 minute wait. That's so weird. It was very opposite of what it normally is. I don't know why. Maybe it had been shut down. Who knows? Um... But we opted to not ride green and we definitely didn't wait for 45 minutes. I mean, it's a good ride, but maybe not a 45 minute wait ride. So then you came back and met us. And so we decided to go check out Dreamers Point because it had just opened on the 5th of December and we got our picture with Walt. And it is a really pretty garden. I don't understand. And maybe you guys do. I don't know. But I really don't understand why they wanted to take the fountains out because that was one thing that I heard somebody say. Now, if there was just a fountain, I'm like, they just took a fountain out. There's no way they're putting a fountain in. But I did like the variety of seating that was there. They had tables with chairs and they had picnic benches and they had Adirondack chairs. And then they just had lots of seating around the shrubbery. So a lot more places for people to sit where in the past, that wasn't the situation. It was kind of open and not a lot of seating. Yeah, I think it looks really good. And I loved all the seating because I definitely think you need more seating always. And I loved the Walt like statue of him sitting and you can sit next to him. I thought that was really cool. But to be perfectly honest, the whole garden area, I just was like, it's cool. But why did it take so long? True. There was nothing that like spectacular. It looks good, but nothing that I would think would take so long. Right. But I do love I did love that little picture spot. I thought that was kind of kind of fun. So going back a little bit. So, yes, we did explore like the dreamers point. But right before that, we had actually done our individual lightning lane for Guardians, the one we paid for. But right before that, Angela reminded us that it was 1 p.m. And so that drop for the next like afternoon boarding group like selection was going to happen. So we actually managed to get a boarding group in that 
slot. So we were like, cool, we could ride this twice if we wanted to. It ended up being good that we paid for it because our group was so late in the day. Like sometimes it happens in the afternoon groups that they can't get to you. So it ended up happening where like our group was cut off from the day and they were like, sorry, your group doesn't get to go. That's just how it rolls. Like, which I think that's unfortunate because, you know, some people come just to ride that ride and it's like, if it's on fate or you have to pay. And I really don't like that it's like that, but uh, nonetheless, we wrote it and we had fun. I can't remember which song we had and now I'm blanking. It was a good one though. We did Dreamer's Point after that. And then we went to um, the Seasons Pavilion to do Living with the Land because that ride is really fun at Christmas time because they decorate everything. And I mean, like, seriously, almost everything is decorated there. They have all these shrubs that are covered in lights and like they have different topiaries in there that they add. So I took a nap again. I don't know if I'll ever be able to ride that ride and not sleep. It's just calm. So after that. We took the break that Kaylee talked about at Sunshine Seasons, and then we went to Journey of Water, and we had done Journey of Water in October on the very first day that it opened, so I was going to let Angela talk about what she thought about it. I thought it was really cute, and I think it would be really cute in the summer. You know, obviously, water. It was a little chilly when we were there, but it was really, I thought it was really cute. I liked the way that they did it. And it's not something, it's just a walkthrough. So even if it's just packed with people, you just kind of keep moving. And I thought that was nice because there's sometimes when you're just like, I'm over, I'm over standing in on yet another line. So I liked the way that they set that up, but I thought it was very fun. The way that the water is kind of interactive, um, the curtain of water that you get to walk through, but yet you don't get wet. Like it's, it's fun. I thought it was really cute. It is really cool. Then we rode Spaceship Earth because that's just, you have to ride Spaceship Earth. It's just a given. And at any given time, we know that it's going, it's supposed to be doing some kind of upgrade and we could lose Judy Dench's voice, although she's still living. So I think that they should just go ahead and have her record it, the new parts, just in case something would happen and they don't get it done before she leaves us. And then after that, I'm trying to think where we went next. We left Spaceship Earth and then we headed back into the World Showcase, like yeah. World Showcase area. But I remember we were kind of we went towards Canada. We were kind of trying to figure out like what we were going to do because we were like, do we go back for a nap? Like, is it worth it at this point? And then at this point, Angela and Jamie decided to go back to the room. And then we had decided to stay because we were like, I don't think I'm going to be able to. I knew I wouldn't be able to fall asleep in that short of time. Like it wouldn't have been worth the nap for me. I know that. So from there, they took the Skyliner. That's why we went that way. And then we ended up staying. Yes, we went back because I just wasn't all just all of a sudden my stomach wasn't feeling good. I know when we were at Sunshine Seasons, I had a key lime pie pudding. Yeah, like a cup. And it was delicious. And I and we had just rode Guardians, which is pretty wild. So I don't know if that's what it. I have no idea. Usually I've never had an issue with any kind of movement hurting my stomach. So who knows? I don't know. But yeah, I was not feeling great. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go lay down for a little bit. Hopefully I'll feel better. Can get back to the candlelight processional in the evening. And it just did not happen. So I was very sad that that was pretty much our night, which I was not happy about. But I was happy that at least we did pay for Guardians and I got to do that once. I was very sad because I thought we were going to get to do it again at that point. But then we didn't because it ran out of time. So that made me feel a tiny, tiny, tiny bit better. 
from there, this was where mom was saying like earlier how things have just become easier to get into like places that used to be you had to book your reservation right at the 60 day point or you were not going to get in there. So we were at the point where we needed like food food because we had not eaten really since breakfast. And I don't know what time it was at this point, but like it was almost five o'clock, yeah. like five o'clock. And we hadn't eaten since like 10, 30 or 11, like solid food other than snacks. So we needed something. And so we looked at Chef de France and we were like, I wonder if they have walk ups. And so mom just asked at the stand and she went, oh, yeah. And she took our name and she's like, it'll probably be like 10 minutes. And she called us in two minutes and we were seated. It was crazy. In a restaurant that you would never have been able to do that ever in the past. And I feel like that restaurant is just never full anymore. But part of it's because there's so many other options. Like Epcot is full of food. Another thing is that was what I was talking about from before where we got that last minute California grill. I think we got the last minute or we got that one at Le Chef's de France Day because people get there and they don't realize when they're eating at all those booths how much they fill up and they cancel their reservation and then somebody can come up excuse me, and get a reservation. So yeah, we were, we weren't starving, like she said, but she was like, I need something healthy. And I said, so do I. And we decided to split a salad and this uh, seafood dish, which was really light. And it was perfect. It was a good idea. I'm glad we did it. And it was probably one of the most economical meals we ate the whole time we were there that weekend, because I think it was like $50, maybe 60 with the tip. And I know that's a lot of money, but at Disney for a sit down, not so bad. Not after the other meals that we had eaten. Yeah. And then Kaylee's like, I had, I never ate at that glacé place before. The ice cream parlor. I've never eaten there that it's back in the French pavilion. And everybody talks about how good it is. So I was like, I actually have room. So why don't we go try that? So we did. And it's different. I thought it was good, but it wasn't. I don't love it better than ice cream. I got coffee ice cream, which I thought was really good. I was shocked because like, I know artificial colors are a big thing in our country, but I got it and I almost panicked that they gave me vanilla because it was so white. And I was like, why is this coffee ice cream white? But you could smell that it was coffee off of the ice cream. So I knew they gave it. it, I knew it was correct, but I was like, what? It was very wild. So I know it was probably right. Like it's actually like true, real ice cream, probably healthier than like the normal kind of coffee ice cream that we're used to seeing that has like brown in it. But so then after that, we decided to head to get in line for the candlelight processional, which I'm really glad we did, because even though we had tickets, the line was as long as we've waited in the normal line for standby. Now, keep in mind, we knew we were going to get in, but it was crazy and it was getting cold. Poor Kaylee was freezing. I even had a sweater on like and I was cold. So we watched the candlelight processional. <clears throat> we had Joey McIntyre as our host and they had a new uh, conductor. If you've not seen that, I know it's after Christmas, but it still would be cool to go and watch on YouTube. We found one. It doesn't have to be Joey McIntyre. It's the same conductor for any of the people that came and talked this time. And he was almost more fun to watch even than listening to the people because just he was so animated and made it fun to watch. I don't know. That's just one of our favorite things that we like to do at Christmas time. And we were sorry that Angela and Jamie weren't feeling up to being there because it was a really good one. We opted to stay and see if we could get that galaxy of um, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind to go do it because we were supposed to have a boarding pass. And then we were like, no, let's go back and check on Angela and Jamie and spend some time with them. And then it ended up that they never even got to that boarding group. 
So that would have been sad if we would have waited. And then we all went to bed pretty early that night. And ended up getting sick, sick. And then she said she felt better after that. But then they got a good night's rest before we had to pack up and leave the next day. Yeah. And then the next day was kind of, that was just a travel day. Ate in the resort. Like we went to Disney. Oh, no, we didn't eat in the resort. We went to Disney Springs. We went to World of Disney. I couldn't think of the store, the, the name. What did we eat, Angela? I lost my mind. We got beignets. Oh, yeah. We went to Port of Orleans French Quarter for the first time. Not Angela's first time. No, oh, no. Angela Angela took us on our first outing to on the boat to Port of Orleans French Quarter, which was really cute and quiet. And I kind of want to stay there, which I know we've reported on that when Brad and I did the resort coverage. We talked about if you wanted to go to like a romantic trip, either for a honeymoon or just an anniversary or just a couple trip, whatever. It is very quiet and low key. And I liked that. And um, also... Uh, we talked about this earlier, but I do take a lot of vitamins and I knew that I could not just do sweets or I was maybe going to hurl. That would not be nice before we go on an airplane. So I actually went into the regular quick serve and got the breakfast tachos, uh, which are now a family favorite, Angela, because we introduced our family to them over Christmas and now everybody loves them. So my son wants me to add them to the rotation for dinners because he liked them so much. But if you haven't had breakfast tachos, it's like tater tots, scrambled eggs, gravy, Shredded cheese and onion, uh, like onions, if you want on top, you don't have to put the onions. And one day there wasn't a lot of the ingredients left. And I wanted to make sure that we had plenty of protein. So with the leftovers, we just broke up some bacon and put it in there to give it a little more protein. But yeah, we had that there just kind of chilled out. And before we knew it, it was time to leave and head to the airport. Yeah. But Angela was have the beignets like always been spot on. Like how many times have you gone? Was that only your second time? That was my second time. That was my second time. And I think they're really good. They've been good both times. Okay. And you have to wait for them. That's the one thing that I think is kind of the answer with beignets is that like if they have them ready, they're probably not going to be good. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, basically you have to eat them almost immediately after coming out of the oil, you know, or they're not as good. But I think they're really good. Plus they're shaped like Mickey, which is, you know, adorable. A bonus. Yeah. I mean, it's free. Just get on the boat. Take a nice little relaxing boat ride. Get over there. I mean, obviously the beignets are not free, but... They're not bad, though. Yeah, it's not bad. Like, I think it's a really nice... And like you said, that resort is so nice and quiet. It made me think the exact same thing. Like, I want to stay here. I like this place. Yeah, it it was just, I don't know. It was a different kind of feel. But I mean, I know, like, we've said that before on reports. In fact, I saw the tree treehouse and I have seen those on videos before but it, they really are peaceful right there by the Sasagula River I think anything any of the resorts over there is night are nice to stay at you have to see but I don't know but then we went to the airport and hung out for a few hours we did school work which is insane but we did overall I think it was a good time of course the hope is that they will bring back Jollywood night since we didn't get to partake of it this year I understand that the last one was amazing, which was a few days after when we were supposed to go. So hopefully that's a good sign. I want to give a shout out to all of our listeners. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us discuss recent news, history, trip reports, all the crazy things that we do here on this podcast. And please go to Apple or Podbean and give us a rating or a comment. It really, really does mean a lot to us to be able to read what you have to say, where you're from, just learn more about our listeners in general. 
If you are interested in being a guest on our show or have a question or a comment, just text us at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media account, The Mousecapades Podcast on Facebook. If you would like a free quote, just contact mom, 636-373-4497. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show when we dish all the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and more podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. And pixie dust. Have a magical day, my friends. Deep in the hundred acre wood Where Christopher Robin plays You'll find the enchanted neighborhood Of Christopher's childhood days A donkey named Eeyore is his friend There's King of Love and Little Rue and piglets and there's all but most of all Winnie the Winnie the Pooh oh Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh chubby little cubby all stuffed with fluff he's Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh willy nilly silly old bear Where's our good friend Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh? Chubby little cubby all stuffed with fluff. He's Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh. Willy nilly silly old soft and round a heart of gold. No honey to spare.